spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to the 192nd annual Subliminal Search and Podcast. Your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody. I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not too bad. We are expecting 10 inches of snow possibly in the next few days. So that's Oof. how I'm <laughs> It just doesn't stop. I don't know if God's just laughing at me because <laughs> we've basically heretics at this point. But, um, but yeah, where Obama's got his goddamn weather machine on again, one of the two. Yeah, it got up to, uh, when I was leaving work today, it got up to 80, so, in my car. Okay, yeah, just rubbing it in my yep. goddamn face, but, uh... <laughs> You'll be rubbing it in my face in a few months when it's 118 here. True. We are the yin and yang of, of <laughs> radical temperatures here. So, I wanted to talk to you. You know, you know I'm a, I'm a slut for horror films, right? And yep. someone sent me a link... To this new movie that apparently, you know, allegedly people are running out of the theaters because it's too gross and it's scary and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, this sounds right up my alley. This has been drier than shit, the horror movie world. So I boot, I found where to watch it. I booted it up. I watch it. It's almost two hours long. And the first hour of it is, you know, your basic found footage slight backstory the first few scenes i realized they're hipster hippies who are making Mm -hmm. a music video in the mojave desert and i was like i cannot wait for these fucking people to die that was my first uh inclination there i have to ask was there the obligatory peyote use no but they did bring up they did bring up doing acid and doing the video so you know they set that there i should i should announce to this movie's called the outwaters Okay, weird title. Hmm. So then it gets to the like horror part of it. I guess atmospherically, that's there's like they're camping and there's like this loud. It sounds like a fucking explosion, right? Yeah. Anyway, the movie goes on, and I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. And the movie ends, and I still have no idea what the movie was about. So where these people were puking. And running out of the theater from it had to be from confusion because I cannot think of any other reason why they would be scared of this fucking movie. If they were just thinking about all the time that they wasted and uh, all the excitement they had just turning to shit, basically. They, they're throwing up with the thought of what am I doing with my fucking life? I'm here watching this movie where a man looks like he's covered in Heinz ketchup. The whole goddamn movie, <laughs> and and I don't 80s know. Style. Yeah, I I think he was like time traveling and then seeing himself or something. I don't really know. It's one of those movies where you have to like go on to a movie quote unquote expert's website or whatever, and then they will 
vaguely tell you what the movie's about. We did talk about this before in uh, our banter, one of our banter sessions. Uh, we were talking about how it seems like horror movies aren't really horror movies anymore. Now they're like sci-fi movies that are supposed to be scary. Because from what you described, it kind of sounds like a sci-fi movie. Kind of like that Megan movie, which I saw is on Peacock. And I know exactly what you mean. Not as good as the trailers made it seem. No. No. Yeah. Uh, funny story about Megan, actually, real quick, is uh, my parents were visiting this weekend. My mom and I were driving some uh, to a store to get some stuff. And she must have been watching Megan while I was working on stuff in my room. And yeah. she's like, have you seen that Megan movie? It's awfully freaky. And I'm like, oh, my God. The movie's fucking awful. <laughs> Your mom also did freak out with the uh, Blair Witch Project. Very true. Very <laughs> yeah. true. All right. So I actually found a movie that I'm going to be watching tonight. Uh, right after we get done recording, you know, I'm getting the popcorn ready and everything. It was uh, in a bag hanging on my door uh, when I got <laughs> home tonight. So it is three Jesus films on DVD. That is the title of it. Uh, basically, here's the first one. And this is supposed to be their blockbuster, their their headliner. Based on the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life, the most widely distributed film in history produced in more than 1,800 languages and seen by, as supposed, billions of people worldwide. So there's also, this is a three-movie pack. There's also one about Mary Magdalene, which from the description seems like it's teaching women, you know, to give up their slutty ways. And then uh, their last movie is Through Children's Eyes, which is a captivating retelling of the true story of Jesus through the eyes of children who might have lived during the time that Jesus lived on earth. So they said lived okay. two times in one sentence. <laughs> but yeah, so this comes in English, Spanish, French, Arabic, Mandarin, Hindi, Yurdi, and Vietnamese. Huh. So yeah. Okay, so... First off, I'm shocked they're just giving this away. Isn't that that's quite a a three movie oh, pack? Yeah. That's usually like a three movie DVD. Yeah, definitely. Is there also like a card for their specific church? Well, there's a sticker on it that tells you what church. It also came with a pamphlet deal telling you, you know, what church they are. Obviously, it's in English and in Spanish. I live in a like a pretty big Hispanic community, like in my area. Uh, this is from the Vita Church. I won't give their address. They're in Mesa, Arizona. Their Sunday service, English, 9 a.m. and Spanish, 11 a.m. So okay. anyone who speaks English, you're going to have to show up early. Okay. But uh, you do get to watch football, though. So maybe that's the reason. <laughs> so are, are you brave enough to watch these movies? I will say I kind of want to watch their, their headline movie just to see the production quality and then talk week so i think i might watch the main jesus one uh not the mary magdalene is a horror one or the through through the children's eyes ones just the main one to see the production quality so i love how it's eyewitness accounts yeah I, there I, are none two thousand plus years ago eyewitness accounts i don't if you can't even trust an eyewitness account from a crime that just happened how are you gonna yeah. trust that from two thousand <laughs> plus years ago also, there are some pretty big deal historians that lived in that area who never mentioned this dude, like ever. So it's one of those deals. There was no eyewitness accounts. There are some that were kind of like made forgeries of in the next like couple hundred years after his supposed, you know, death. 
but that's pretty much it. That's the only like supposed eyewitness accounts you can. But I'm gonna. I actually might watch this movie tonight and give you guys a report next week. I think so. you should. And if you decide, you know, hey, I'm bored Sunday, I'm gonna go ahead and check out this church because the captivating free three pack DVD. You know, <laughs> I <laughs> I might be concerned a for you. DVD in fucking 2023. That's <laughs> it's DVD, right? Not Blu-ray. It's not a Blu-ray. It's a DVD. Yeah. Okay. All right. So no 1080p for you. Nope, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to lead us on a journey, Phil? Yeah, let's hit it. Now, today is going to be a little bit different kind of episode. I kind of, I've been going back and forth on how to present this, and I think I might have found the best way to do it. So buckle up. All right. Imagine you're up late one night trolling Facebook for old high school crushes, Tinder matches, or possibly potential work flings in an attempt to escape the doldrums of your stagnant existence, when suddenly, out of nowhere, a simple message pops up on your screen. Hello. Coming along with a shy smile emoji face and a profile pic that knocks your socks off. You give a little green back, carefully choosing which playful emoji truly captures your current situation, after which the conversation advances, and suddenly, you're telling this person your entire life story commiserating over forlorn past loves, losses, and the jagged, fettered past that had led you to this moment. And suddenly you realize this is them, the them that you had been waiting for your entire life, the them that will take you away from your rudderless existence, the hapless mate you share your bed with, truly the yin to your yang, the other half that you couldn't have imagined existed. This is, you know, a... Hallmark movie in the making from the sounds of it, Phil. Yep. This is what everyone's hoping for when they uh, troll the internet for, you know, relationships, basically. This is what you're hoping happens. So, um, I, you want to hear a funny story actually. So I had decided to start kind of journaling things and events that have happened recently. Right. And there was a section I was talking about, online dating and stuff like that you know and i remember (laughs) i had a segment i wrote about emojis where i where i referred to them as the occupying nazis of text messages currently which (laughs) they kind of are because everybody uses them i don't even understand what half of the fucking ones mean Oh, yeah, I never use I, I always use I'm kind of a, one of those assholes in text messages and all that shit. I never use emojis and I proper grammar and I very much judge people on their uh, their use of grammar in their text. I'm one of those people. You so. definitely give off vibes of elder millennial when yes. you're texting. Yeah, I am a fucking 65 year old, 38 year old. So you're, you're too old. For the, what is it? The semicolon with the, the parentheses, which makes the smile. You're too old for that. Or instead of a parentheses, you can use a P um, for like the tongue sticking out. And you're too old for emojis. I don't even think you use LOL or haha. No, I, I use none of that. You, no, none of that. No humor in your texting at all. No, no. Everything I say comes from what I say. You know what's good, though? As an elder millennial, getting into the gifts on the phone can be kind of fun because you can accidentally 
send one that's inappropriate <laughs> for the conversation that's going on. Yeah, I do like to send gifts sometimes if I find a funny one, but that's pretty much it. It won't be like in conversation. It'll just be something funny that I send someone else. You know what's so. my favorite? And I always have to share it. I don't know how your mom is with like texting and stuff, but my mom sends the the worst replies back. So like this week I was, uh, I got one of those like chipper things for the ice because the ice is like three inches thick on my driveway. So I'm, so I'm trying to like chip it away. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, you're hitting it into that ice hard fucking ice and it sends those vibrations in your hands. My hands like fucking went numb for a while. Right. So I'm yeah. like, she's like, Oh, you get some of your ice. I'm like, yeah, my hands are really numb. It's, it really hurts bad. And then she just replies back. Ha ha. And I'm like, I don't think <laughs> that's what you should say in that scenario, mom. But you know what? At least she knows how to text. That's about that's about as far as we're going to get with that. Yeah, she means well. Yeah, I know. So basically what we're getting into kind of, you know, people are looking for relationships online. Uh, people who are good at texting, apparently, you know, are getting into IM relationships. Uh, maybe these people live across town, maybe across state or around the world. So they're basically looking for a connection. It's kind of what we're going. All right, Phil, I'm interested now. Fast forward just a few years later, you are living paycheck to paycheck. Your spouse, perhaps even the rest of your friends and family are long gone. They are tired, tired of the strain that you have caused them. The strain from hearing about your whirlwind romance and the pain that it causes you. But mostly the pain that they have felt from being shut out of your life completely. Always coming in second to that stranger on the other end of the IMs. Your change in mood, but most importantly, the somewhat gradual, but also somehow sudden loss of wealth that you now find yourself in. Having given the person on the other end of the line thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, all coming from lame excuses, false promises, and the constant need for more, more money, more resources, with every request seeming to come in daily now. Ooh, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> I mean, from an outsider's perspective, when you see this happening to someone, almost all you can do is cringe. Well, that's the funny, we're going to talk about it later on, but it's almost like you have to let this person hit rock bottom. It's almost like heroin. You can try to, you know, tell them that it's all a lie. Try and you show them reality. They should be seeing this for themselves, but they can't because they are really just addicted. So it's a very yeah, sad situation. Absolutely. And from my sister who works at a bank, the people who got caught in this the most were the elderly people. Yes. A little yep, too trusting. Definitely. Yeah. So I've over the past, I only really learned about this maybe six weeks ago. And I've been watching kind of like, you know, YouTube videos. YouTube has actually figured out that I like watching these. So now they recommend <laughs> them to me. So a lot of it is older people, uh, you know, some some people who are widows and widowers, some people who are like still married, but just kind of like tired of their marriage. Um, usually this isn't really happening to a ton of people, you know, under the age of 30. But it does also happen to them, too. I think our gen I don't know what the scammers are going to do because... I don't know about you, but I've been burned too many times. I don't even like giving people I know money. There ain't no oh, way definitely. I'm giving no. a fucking stranger money. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. So we're we're going to talk about it later on in the episode, but you're talking about like mailing people that they've never met thousands of dollars, but not mailing it directly to them, mailing it to like a middle person first, and then they supposedly mail it on. Yeah. It's just like, how do you get involved in this? And also too, some of the, it's just insane. We'll get into it, but it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Now the joy that they had once felt from the puppy love phase of the relationship, receiving, you know, the nice little good morning and good night texts on the daily basis, the cutesy little nicknames that they would call each other, the sweethearts, the honeys and the babies now replaced solely with insults and manipulation. That little personalized ring on your phone that you gave them, which once brought you so much joy is now replaced with dread. Wondering to yourself, Oh God, what now? What dire emergency could have happened to them this time? But of course, you acquiesce, not because you want to, but because you are addicted to the stream of love and affection that comes from that device in your pocket. A stream which once flowed with the power of a mighty river, now though, barely lets out more than a trickle. It's weird how these people know how to, I don't know, I, I think you nailed it on mm -hmm. the head where you, you said, you're addicted to the affection, to the feelings this person gave you at one point, and you desire to get that back. And yeah. when you are the manipulator in this situation, it's weird how they almost know how to turn it into a trickle, like a trickle that they constantly want to get back. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, once again, we're going to talk about this later on. Uh, but these people are professionals. This is their job. They're also aided by some things that we all know is kind of out there, but we don't really think about. Kind of like the quiet killer that none of us really think about. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The other thing I was going to say is it's interesting how you get these people and you can even have these type of people. <laughs> in person-to-person -person interactions where it's like, no matter what happens, it doesn't matter what day it is, it doesn't matter what hour of the day, somehow they have this sequence of events that causes this massive problem that you've yep. never heard of before, but somehow you have to rescue them from said problem. It's almost like you're watching a fucking dog or something get its head caught in a fence every <laughs> fucking day, and you're like, how the fuck did you get your head in there? It's an adult, but it's almost like it's a toddler that yeah. you constantly have to like have your hands next to their waist because they're always about to do something that might kill them. Or one, of the, one of those little kids. Or yeah. at least in this scenario, they are lying about being in that particular scenario. Yeah, but you were kind of mentioning like people you know. In I've noticed that anyone who you meet or become acquainted with who is like a nine or above has this insane life that they just constantly need everyone to like be their servants almost. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Like, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It's just constantly, they're trying to get everyone to be like at their beck and call. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If uh, they, they can never do anything for themselves. That's what they yeah. saying. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> later in life, they, uh, that sort of a lifestyle will not work out for you permanently. Oh, yeah, that fucking beauty fades. And uh, people aren't so willing to help uh, someone not as good looking in their 50s anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> now this all happens until one day 
one fateful day when the victim says, enough, enough with the stories, enough with the begging and the false promises, and finally tells them that whatever this is, it's over. And from the greatest love that they've ever known, they received the most honest message that they had ever been sent. Basically saying, well, fuck you then. <laughs> and that's it. Now, this story, as sad as it may sound, is not all that uncommon. More and more victims every year are falling prey to these criminals. Uh, it's happening a lot to residents of the Western world. And it is a topic for today's episode as we delve into the dark and depressing world of internet love scams, bilking thousands of people out of every dime that they've ever earned, begged, borrowed, or stolen for, leaving them lost, broken, and completely depressed after years of emotional abuse, if they ever leave the cycle at all. Yeah, it's it's a really sad tale when this happens to someone. Um, I one of my favorite memes that I've ever seen was you probably get them too on Instagram, where it looks like this beautiful, attractive woman. She likes all your pictures, and then says. Sends you a message saying like, hey, how are you doing? They have yep. zero follower or they have like a million <laughs> follow or they're following a million people and they have like two followers with one picture and a porn yep. links on there. Right. Well, in this meme, someone responds to that. And she's like, hey, hey, can I send you some pictures? And he's like, just send me the fucking virus link and then they <laughs> link the fucking virus on there. <laughs> Basically, you yeah. know, I mean, that's. That's actually kind of like one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the ones that we're talking about are more professional than those mm. ones. You get the full. So the ones that we're talking about are the full service. Yeah. That yeah. one is just the the quick and easy, you know, you know, the quick, the quick fuck, basically, where they fuck you over real quick and then you're done with it. You know, maybe they stole your information. Maybe they, you know, open some credit cards up with your shit, but it's not. You know, it's not in the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they're fucking you. No, this is like yeah. a more personal scam artist type. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, the instance you were talking about is just a little blood wet. What yeah. we're talking about today is milking someone for years. Right. Right. Yeah. It. Um, Netflix has this perfect show. It's not about Internet scammers, but this guy basically convinces this group of people that the IRA is after him. Um, and he keeps this chick prisoner for like 10 years. And yep. she kept, uh, she was so convinced that she kept forcing her parents to give her money to then give to this guy for quote unquote protection. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And she like, that's, so that's a real life kind of deal. This is all really done over the internet, but yeah, that's crazy because she was taken in. I mean, wholeheartedly and the kind of people who get taken into where i mean in that the situation you got to think like those are some pretty broken people yeah but really if the con artist is good enough they might be able to get like people you wouldn't think would be you know fall prey to it they might be able to get them but it's always gonna be like the very young and the very it's not going to be someone like in their, you know, mid 30s unless they're completely broken the kind of people who could fall for like a fucking cult yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you watched that documentary? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the scammers got to evolve with time, which is why we're talking about this today. Oh, yeah. Now, you might be asking yourself, but Philip, 
who in their right mind would ever fall for one of these scams, sending all of their money to a person that they have never actually met and allowing themselves to be had like this? Well, dear listener, let me tell you that these victims were not in their right minds, as they had since that first seemingly innocent hello text with the little shy emoji face at the end, had been at the mercy of a ruthless professional criminal organization aided by personal information about the victim which had been stolen and sold on the open market. This created a regimen of manipulation meant to lower the victim's guard and hamper all inhibitions. And that's where I'm going to start off the meat of today's episode with some common tactics that these scammers may use and kind of how to protect yourself against these criminals. Okay, so you're saying this is a whole... This is a whole business model of scamming Oh, this people. is a whole... No, if you, if you watch... So there's this one great fucking thing that I've been watching called Scamfit. And basically, it's like catfish mixed with scammers, kind of the name of it. Um, it's fucking huge, some of these organizations. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's not just some fucking, you know, some dude in another country, you know, doing this from his fucking mom's fucking you know garage or some shit like they kind of depict it as these are like criminal organizations like they have call centers and shit so these motherfuckers can clock out for the day they're basically clocking in and clocking out i mean they're working for these organizations they're cuts but i mean it's going towards funding all sorts of shit too not only criminal organizations like terrorist organizations that kind of shit fucking underground movements like political shit in foreign countries Huh. Okay. Well, I can't yeah. wait to hear more about this. This is uh, quite interesting. Now, firstly, like I mentioned before, in most of these situations, they will come seemingly out of the blue with an introduction, usually over some kind of social media or dating app. Though it can happen that the victim may make first contact. Now, this is where your first red flag should pop up, and that's on these either uh, dating apps or social media sites. You really have to take a look at the profile themselves, kind of like you mentioned before, the profile and the profile pics and any other pics that they might send you or post. And you have to ask yourself a few things. Now, the first thing is, do these pictures look a little bit too professional to just be like a normal person or the kind of person that they explain themselves to be? Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I don't know if you're going to mention this, but... <laughs> You know, uh, uh, like you said, these things can be on dating apps too, right? Um, yeah. So there's two that have been my favorite is where it's supposed to be a woman's profile, but it's very clearly <laughs> a guy who actually posted a picture of himself and it, he is the <laughs> scammer. Um, but if if I run into one of these people and I'm like kind of questioning it, I always ask them a really obscene question. and. Okay. You will almost, they'll almost never answer it the way a normal person should. But yeah, but the pictures thing is big because if the picture looks like it was taken, you know, with some like super fucking expensive camera, like a professional camera, and they're supposed to be this normal person, it's yeah. probably fake. Yeah, every picture of her is like a model photo that looks like it was like taken out of a magazine, that sort of situation. And they always kind of look a little bit like it might not be the same person. Like, yeah, it's a blonde who's kind of tall, but it's always like a little bit different face, a little bit different, you know, everything. So also, I think it 
because I only have Instagram, but if mm. you look at the who, how many people they're following versus how many people are following them, if the numbers are way out of whack, that is clearly someone who's trying to like get them all, you know, get just a big swipe and then just see whoever sticks. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's that old method of just basically trying to just like people on Facebook used to do. They would friend everyone in a town and then try to get, you know, like people who worked at Featherlight. Uh, basically, my dad would be friends with them. And then through my dad, they would try to be friends with me. And it's like, I've never met this fucking person. I haven't been back to Cresco in five years. Yeah. But they somehow want to be friends with me and every other person in Howard County. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, I'm not going to say people our age or younger don't fall for this, but I think the odds get less and less the younger you are. It is a little bit about kind of people as they get older, they do get more like lonely. They do kind of want to like, relive their glory days a little bit also though the technology for us when we're in our fucking 60s we're not even going to recognize what technology you know what i mean like it's just it's going to be fucking insane so i can see getting had in my 60s by like fucking virtual ai shit living in my brain you know what i mean You, you um the thing i noticed too is the older people are a lot more naive about how nefarious the internet is. It's like they they don't understand that overall the internet's a not great place. Oh, definitely. They're also, a lot of people are very naive about like the intention of, because they're used to meeting people in real life and, oh, I can tell a bad seed just by looking at them. Well, you're not looking at this person. All you're getting is a gist of them by like, you know, just the little speck that you're seeing from the internet. Yeah. So. Yeah, very true. Another big one is, do the photos look really old? Like, do they look like they were taken on a razor back in 2005? That sort of shit. So this there's is a, that There's that thing, too. This is a red flag if the pictures are too oh, definitely. old. Okay. I haven't yep. seen this one yet. Yeah, I've seen some of those on, <laughs> it was on Match, where I was like, God damn, it looks like they, they that looks like a Polaroid. Like (laughs) one of those situations. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And uh, really the last one that I'm going to mention, don't take this, you know, as a mean thing or, you know, personal, but is this person just completely out of their league? Do they have any reason to be talking to you at all? And this is a big one for dating app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what you mean by this is if you see someone who, very clearly looks like they're extremely wealthy and like are an actor or model or something. And they're just randomly talking to you. Yeah. It might it's not be. Them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they stole that picture from someone else. That yeah. person in real life is happily married. It's so the, the show catfish, it was always that situation. I used to love that show. It's funny. You bring that up. I was actually, we were talking about that like yesterday and I'm like, it's a fun show. Very clearly, some of it is staged, but yeah, um, yeah. Some of the cases I think in the beginning were pretty real. And my, go ahead. So I was gonna say my favorites were always when they would have the the real video chat with the victim, and the person who was the victim, you know, would see the real life person on the screen. 
And they couldn't separate in their mind the person they had been talking to and the picture that they were looking at like while they were talking to the person. So they think that maybe this person is in love with them too because they constantly have that overjoyed look on their face and yeah. not the look that they should be have because this person is telling them, I've never met you. I'm happily married. I don't know why this person is doing this, but it's happened hundreds of times. And they're still just like fucking like googly eyes. You know, I love that part. <laughs> I mean, that Manti Teo documentary on Netflix. I've mm. never seen a catfish to that fucking level before. Oh, yeah. That guy, I mean, it just goes to show you that wasn't even professional. He was just kind of good at it. Yeah. You know, the yeah. dude who, well, I guess, quote unquote, the chick who kind of got him. It's a chick now, supposedly. But yeah, the person who got him, I should say, was good and had the ability to make themselves sound like a woman over the phone. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, when uh, she was in the corner and they like did that thing where she said, if nobody's looking at her, she can do this like perfect. She has to go voice. in a trance. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. The voice sound like a girl. I don't It was crazy. Like her normal voice was very deep. But this character that she like went into just yeah. sounded perfectly like a woman. Yeah. And it was. It's funny because everyone at the time had no idea about like any of this stuff. And now we look back on it and we think, oh, poor bastard. You know, he got had by the best. You know what I mean? One of those situations. Back then when people heard about the story unfolding, everyone thought, oh, he, of course he knew it was a dude. How would you not? How could you talk to someone for months and months or be dating someone for months and months? No one knew that, you know, these kind of relationships could progress that far without ever meeting each other. Poor Manta, if it would have happened, what, four years after that, uh, it would have been perfectly fine. Or he would have been. After Catfish premiered, he'd have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, At least he would have probably caught on right away. Maybe, you hope. Now, after the introduction, there will be perhaps a few days or possibly hours of friendly back and forth that will occur. They will listen to all of your problems, uh, really, you know, the people you hate at work. Uh, anything really going on with your friends group. Really importantly, though, they're going to listen to relationship problems. They're going to look for points of romantic entry. Also, they will try to get you on the platform of their choosing. Uh, Something like WhatsApp or another kind of maybe even like fringe messaging app that they want you to basically have to start and then meet them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like one of those deals. They want to get you off of whatever, whatever app you're on onto their choosing well i've used whatsapp before it if you're talking to someone long distance it's good for that but obviously um it's basically like free international texting which is probably why they want you to use it um yes and yeah i uh it makes sense whatsapp i think even like lists warnings i think when you start it about scammers and stuff i'm pretty sure it does yeah, so um, we actually got WhatsApp when I was in the military. Whenever we would go somewhere, it's a really good way that everyone can have the ability to like text each other without having to worry about like crazy charges popping up, that sort of situation. It's like internet texting. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, the actually the like video quality and stuff, um, pretty good if you do like FaceTime and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I never really use it for that. But uh, getting back into this though, so these messages, a lot of times, like I said, these are professionals. They know exactly like 
what bus what buttons to push how to push them but some of them are like too quick they go in like really weird directions like manipulation they're like it's hot and cold that sort of thing also another big thing is they will try to kind of like get little bits of personal information so that they can build a puzzle on kind of deal yeah. they'll try to get your like your real email and you know your phone number uh they'll also try to figure out like where you live you know your address that sort of thing kind of like prep work they're doing the legwork for the long haul in this phase of the operation it's weird because you know coming from like my perspective where i would assume especially a female's perspective um yeah. the these last two on your thing um did you just say you're coming from a female perspective no 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 <laughs> i said moreover like if from what i've heard from girls right oh, okay gotcha sorry <laughs> like girls getting creepy messages right and yeah. on your little thing here these last two i think would scare away probably at least 90 percent of sane people oh definitely yeah so what he's referring to there's a i have a I have kind of like a, for instance, little picture that I put up in between on our script. Uh, the second to last one is, you seem so incredible. This is crazy, but I think I'm already falling for you. Mm. And there's a, the next one is even crazier. Please don't stop messaging me. I'll miss you so much. I can't. You can't go. Please don't. Yeah. Uh, I love all the descriptions. Strange, dramatic, or erratic behavior. <laughs> Yeah. So this is all coming. Uh, one of the articles I read was kind of like a how to spot, you know, an Internet scammer. And this is one of the, the graphics that they have. So kind of telling you what to look out and how they're going to ask for personal information, like your location. They're going to ask, like, well, what are you doing right now? Kind of like in a way of like seeming like they're interested. Really, they're trying to get a fix on like your location. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It um. I don't know. I just, it's so hard to like put my head into people who are easily scammed. Maybe it's just mm. because I don't know. I think I'm more knowledgeable about the idiosyncrasies of the internet than most people. So it's like, I see this and I'm like, yikes, you know, even normal people, like, let's say it's a totally normal person you're talking to on a dating app that moment where you like exchange phone numbers to me, even I feel even hesitant in that moment, but I know oh, it's, definitely. Yeah. I know it's like a natural progression of things, but it's almost like that thoughts always in the back of your head. Like, is this really who the fuck I'm talking to? Yeah. And that's one of the things with these scammers. It's no matter what, it's going to feel like too quick when they, when they finally get you to, you know, or they finally try to get you to exchange like phone numbers. It's going to feel like, Jesus, we just started talking on the fucking app. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It, uh, I don't know. It like to me, and I know this is hard, but, um, and maybe they can pull it off, but let's say you were setting up a date or anything. I don't know if you've ever done this, but like offering to FaceTime them before you do anything, just so you know, <laughs> that the person is who they're talking to. Well, normally, so I never, like whenever I use dating apps and go on a date, like from there, I never do it like too quick. And I always have like phone conversations before that. Okay. So I can get kind of a feel for them. I'm not a huge fan of the video chatting. I've been, I've done video chatting before, but it's not like a go-to thing that I'll think of. 
So I always like, I like to have the little date before you have the big date. So you like get coffee, like during the day, a yeah. few days before yeah. like the real date. So you can, you know, one of you can, if you want to call it off mm-hmm. without having a huge investment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some people like, are like, oh, I don't want to talk. Let's just go on a date. I'm like, Ugh. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. It seems kind of dangerous, but okay. Well, at least they want to meet in real life, but yeah. they might be a serial killer. So True. you might lose your kidneys. True. Now, if at this point the victim seems receptive, this is when the love bombing will begin. Showering them with fast affection, pet names, telling them that they really do deserve better than their current spouse or mate is giving them, and that they can give them that life using all of the obtained information that they've gotten to this point to build up a fantasy of a life that the victim has always dreamed of, though circumstances never afforded, with promises of never-ending love and affection just around the corner. Now, if you get to this point, here are some signs you should, honestly, you really should have figured it out by now. Here are some signs to look for that you may be entering an internet scam. And the first one is obvious, too much, too quick. Yeah. I didn't even put this aspect of the scam together, but they're very clearly playing like the the hero, like the fantasy yes. character you see in fucking like Lifetime or Hallmark movies. I, you know, man, woman in a bad relationship and this sweet, caring person who cares about me and will take me away from this toxic relationship I'm in. Now they're the... They're the hero. And now that they've destroyed their previous relationship, now they've almost committed. They've almost put too much into this to back out. They are far too invested. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They especially it's just like we always said with Trump support, not to piss anyone off, but we always said it was a couple years after he got elected. And we said, even if they hate Trump now, they can't go back because they've already alienated themselves to all of their friends and family. (laughs) So they really can't turn their back now because everyone will be like ah told you you know so they have to keep up with they have to keep it up you know what is what i've found is one of the most challenging things for people is to with a straight face admit that they could have been wrong or were wrong in some scenarios yeah it's always a whenever i meet someone like that it's i always i wonder if it's an intelligence thing or if it's a fact that they've just lost so many times in the past that they just can't take it. They they need know? a victory. They need a victory, yeah. The, a lot of these people are, we're going to talk about them, but a lot of these people we're going to talk about, they need a fucking victory. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're down and out. They, you know, they're all alone, that sort of situation. Just continual hardships, even if it's not money, because a lot of these people are considered like whales. Uh it's a Vegas term, you know, like a person who kind of comes into the casino with a lot of money who just keeps losing it and tries yeah. to win it back by spending more money. These people for them are whales and you wouldn't even, you would look at them and be like, Oh, they're just a middle-class person. Not a, not a lot. They're able to gather up a lot of wealth to send these people. Yeah. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. Now, now we're going to start talking right now about some of the people who perpetrating this scam i'm going to say it a lot of the people doing it are not they're not from the united states they're going to claim that they're from either the united states or a western country a lot of them apparently come from it's a country called nigeria that's kind of 
considered like one of the big capitals of these internet scams. So a lot of them will use like really weird nicknames, almost like someone who knows English, but someone who does it like use it that well, or like speak to Americans that often, but tries to pretend like they're American. Like there's always the the foreigners in the movie who like, you know, walk up to Americans and try to use American slang, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They'll it's from, from what you hear, like in the phone calls and on the text, you'll always get these weird, like weird pet names that no American would use for another person that they, you know, their boyfriend or girlfriend, you would never yeah. use that for them, but they always use these weird ones. Okay. So if <laughs> the largest epicenter of these scammers are in Nigeria, then the Nigerian prince scam meme. We were going to talk about it later, okay. but yes, it's almost like it has evolved from the Nigerian prince scam. Okay. Yeah. I was going to mention that in a couple <laughs> of sentences here, but yeah, we're so it's almost as if that old trope about the Nigerian prince has evolved into this situation. Like it's, it's almost as if the grandparents who were doing the Nigerian prince scam had grandchildren eventually who would do these scams. It's the evolution. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But using, uh, so the kind of language that they're using, they're calling you like honey, sweetie, baby, really just in an effort to never use your real name. Cause you got to think these people are probably scamming Quite you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 people at the same time. So these people, they can't be using real names all the time because they might get mixed up and blow the whole operation. Yeah. So it's always honey, sweetie, baby. I, I showed an example one down at the bottom. Yes, my king. And then it's, it's basically trying to get information. First, I must know many thing about you. So yes, my king. First, I must know many thing about you. Yeah. So it's in English, but it's not really like good English. There's going to be like broken grammar, a lot of exclamation points, uh, that sort of thing. The uh, the other thing that is interesting that might actually assist in the scam is when you have if you're typing too fast or maybe autocorrect, it's not out of the realm of possibility that a normal person who English is their first language could accidentally send a text like this. I mean, I've gotten very poorly grammar grammatically written text messages on accident from people. So maybe even if someone doesn't automatically think, Oh, this person from a different country, maybe they just are like, Oh, he is a bad texter. Yeah, it's just one of the things to look out for. It's yeah. not, this isn't the smoking gun. So it's not like using weird nicknames or bad grammar or, you know, that sort of thing. These are just little things that'll help you like figure it out along with everything. Else. I'm just, I'm just saying like, if someone's looking for validation on this thing, like, oh, no, 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 this is a real person. They could convince themselves that, oh, hey, he's just a bad texter. Yeah. If you're like, if there, if there was like a, you know, someone who is like a young adult, like maybe like 27 to 35 and they were dating someone who was like 20 to 23, they're going to run into some bad texting grammar. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be pretty like a, like a fucking sophomore in college. It's going to give you some pretty shitty text messages. So <laughs> <laughs> now after the scammer has properly set the lure, they will begin to make little requests this is some kind of, you know, usually it's a message where there was a mishap that occurred or a minor tragedy. Basically, what they need is for you to do something for them. 
like send or possibly receive a package, transfer just a little bit of money, possibly send a sexy pic or some kind of personal info, a request that even though may seem perfectly innocent at the time, is really just gauging what your comfort level is and your usability kind of, you know, for them will be. With a quick questioning response and hesitation, meaning that a lot more legwork has to be done. On the other hand, though, a quick yes will tell them that the hook is set and it's time to start reeling her in. I wonder what type of package they receive. Like, to, because I assume they're mailing them a pa- package, right? For them to, to, for them to send it on to someone else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I. I don't know. I just, I'm not fucking pick, getting a pick for it or a package for fucking anybody unless I really know you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And this is you hear. So this is honestly the introduction. So this is kind of where it first starts your first stab, basically okay. them trying to figure out what you'll do for them. So really the package isn't important. It's if you did it or not. Yeah. So later yeah. on, the whole thing about the packages are going to have like money in it or something of value. You know, maybe you might be transferring stolen goods. You might be washing cash for some organization. Who knows? Okay. Cashing bad checks, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the one I heard a lot is like the um, I'm going to write you a check for X amount of dollars or no. What was it? Like you mail them a check for over the amount you were going to pay them. And they say, hey, can you just cash it and send me the section of cash back, I think is what it was. Yeah. So there's big ones like that. Um, I'll, I'm going to mention it in just a second here. Mm. Uh, basically taking a cashier's check and then cashing it and giving them the amount in real money. Uh, but it turns out the, the check is fake. Yeah. Or it's a yeah. uh, bad check. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Now, after this. Just like you might imagine, more tragedies will occur, and the need for favors and loans will increase drastically. Some of these requests might be sending gift cards, which is actually an interesting one. Have you ever heard of this scam? No, I have not. So basically, there is a market on the internet for gift cards. You can sell the little number that comes on back of the gift cards itself. You can sell that on the internet, kind of like a pennies on the dollar situation for Bitcoin or parts of Bitcoin, uh, basically giving you real money for gift cards. So what these people will do, this happens a lot with military scams. So what they'll do is they'll ask, like, they'll be like, oh, I'm deployed and I'm really, you know, bored. Could you send me some Steam cards or some Xbox Live cards or PlayStation bucks or whatever they are? Basically, you'll send them the little number on the cards and then supposedly they're playing the game or doing whatever. Really what they're doing is they're selling the gift card numbers for Bitcoin on the open market on the internet. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if this is why, like Steam now, obviously you can do that if you want, right? But if someone, let's say someone was request a friend or whatever was requesting a specific game and they wanted a gift card, you can actually just straight up gift them the game. The game. So yeah. that would almost completely obliterate, or I wonder if that was created because of scams like this. I really don't know. I I always kind of wondered if that was just kind of a ploy to get people to play 
like you always tell a friend like oh you have to play this game it's so great then the friend's just like oh yeah sure but they're never gonna play it yeah maybe that's a ploy to get someone to buy the game you know an extra copy <laughs> and that you have like, never gotten purchased before yeah like i'll that's buy it for you yeah i'll buy it for you motherfucker you're gonna play it you're gonna play we're gonna talk about this game whether you like to or not so <laughs> it's gonna happen uh, another one will be mailing to an intermediary so basically they want cash but you never send the money directly to them they always have to have someone else take it first this is kind of a, a weird thing where they explain basically that they owe money or they're supporting someone outside the country but they need you to mail the money to someone else so that they can mail it safely that sort of situation yeah, yeah. what you're doing is you're never gonna mail it to them because the money and the criminals are never in the same location. This is all going, this is, the, this is the network situation. So you're basically mailing it to their counterpart in fucking, you know, wherever, in the United States. Someone who actually exists in the United States, who's kind of like a bag man for these people. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. The, another one is sending Bitcoin or using like a cash app. This is kind of getting to be a big one now that, that like cash apps are being more and more like widely accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've obviously we use cash app, you know, before, um, yeah. I didn't realize that there's a lot of like criminal activity involved with cash app. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, basically if it's the internet, there is criminal activity somewhere. True. It's kind of like porn. Yeah. You know, if it's, <laughs> if it's on the internet, it, you know, it's going to be some kind of criminal activity, just like how porn, if there's any situation, porn's made a video about it. Yeah, So very true. Now, one that I mentioned before and one that I thought was really interesting was using cashier's checks. Now, what they'll do is, like you mentioned, either sending bad checks or completely fake cashier's checks. What they'll have you do is take the cashier's check and cash it at the ATM. Then you're supposed to go inside to the teller and get that money out of your checking account and then mail them the cash. Now, obviously that cashier's check is fake. So guess who ends up holding the bag after that situation? Yeah, the person who cashed it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So you took that fake money, <laughs> that, that check obviously is going to come back as fraudulent or bounce. And then that cash that you took out, you're going to be responsible. For. So yeah, not good. Yep. And they'll always try to explain it away. And it's amazing that they can pull this on people so many times and still get away with it just with these shitty little excuses. Yeah. That like I said, the um the the check one that I was familiar with um was really big on Craigslist. Like they oh, okay. say yeah. they say they want to buy something and they you just hold it for them. They mail you a check with extra and they want you to send the excess money back to them and this and that yep and it turns out basically all of the money was bad so now not only are you in trouble with the bank but you also sent them money that wasn't actually yours yeah so yeah exactly mm -hmm. uh, also if they bought your car now they own your car too <laughs> exactly <laughs> for free. so now this can go on for years with excuses coming in as to why they can never FaceTime you or send you a picture that doesn't look altered in some weird way. Now, if they do promise to come for a visit, it always has to be on your dime. And they never seem to be able to get to the airport with one tragedy after another, keeping them away from your loving arms once again. With, of course, 
further requests coming after they bail on you. Yeah. I suppose you uh, give them money for a plane ticket and then they're like, oh, something came up. And then they got and all you need that to money. Pay for that too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If my, I would have gotten to the airport, but my car broke down and you need to help me pay for that too. So the, um, yeah, it's, this is what I said. And honestly, even people I know, like, let's say it's their boyfriend or something. And they're just, they're just constantly down on their luck. The world's out to get him. All these problems are always happening. And then that person has to come to the rescue and save them or scrounge up money for them or, you know, it's just like, just stop. Well, when that happens in real life, that's a codependent relationship. That's one person is constantly, they, they have a need to be taken care of. The other person has a need to take care of. So that's a basic codependent relationship. True. But they are still manipulating the other person, right? Obviously to do what they want and get what they want out of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically when that happens in real life, it's, yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) it's symbiotic pretty much. Yeah. Like their life depends on the other person. Uh, Really, they could live separately, but they kind of need it. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like an extrovert who's best friends with an introvert, that sort of situation. Like the extrovert needs someone to keep them grounded and the extrovert needs someone to get them out of the house. Yeah. You know, one yeah. of those deals, which yeah. is a little bit less of a shitty relationship. <laughs> but every every super introvert has a super extroverted friend to, you know, <laughs> basically they're almost like their cat pretty much (laughs) that's very true honestly i i i'm kind of in the middle ground but um yeah i do have a very extroverted friend (laughs) yeah i am uh i'm an i am an extroverted introvert so i will go out every once in a while but when i am out on the town i want to be home yeah so (laughs) (laughs) now this situation will go on and on and on until they have squeezed every last drop out of their victim along the way they will be using supposed proof normally you know a person wouldn't need to give you such normally you know if someone's real but they always feel the need to either send these little things like oh of course i'm real even if you don't ask for it it seems like it seems like it's in the agenda like at this time i show you my fake id at this time, I show you the picture of me holding a piece of paper that says your name on it and the date, that sort of thing. These are almost always like photoshopped. The situation is they will use basically the same photoshopped ID kind of kind of deal. So they're not having to make a ton of new ones. Yeah. They've been using these for years or, you know, stolen other stolen identity. They're basically just using those. So one of the big ones, I have an example down underneath this you guys can't see this at home obviously it's a pretty girl and it looks like the photo is just her like on the couch she's showing you the uh her laying down with the uh the above tits kind of look there but there's an arm kind of coming out of nowhere holding a piece of paper now that arm is completely photoshopped in and so is the piece of paper basically they just kind of use like a shitty photoshop to have a like a write-in kind of deal on that note i mean i gotta be honest it's not a bad photoshop in this picture yeah i know in this picture uh so it looks pretty good but 
I mean, nowadays anyone can use Photoshop. Yeah. It's not it's not hard anymore. Yeah. So I think it would have been more sellable if they didn't have themselves posing naked <laughs> there. Yes. I think the naked picture like this to me immediately screams fake. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The best ones are if they can find a picture where the person that they stole the identity from is already holding something as if they've taken a real one of these pictures, then they just Photoshop out the words and put whatever they want in there. Yeah. Those are the best ones. Yeah. 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 So also they will try to, like I mentioned, uh, send crudely uh, photoshopped or, you know, altered passports, IDs, birth certificates, any kind of proof that they can get you to believe that they are the person that you think they are and that you are in a relationship with them, send them more money. So there's another example down below. It's a driver's license. Some things you might want to look for if you, you know, if you, if you're ensnared in one of these, there's going to be normally on uh, driver's license, in the United States, they have little holograms. They'll have little kind of basically like the state emblem will be hidden somewhere on it. This will have missing holograms. Also, the photos won't look like they were taken at the DMV. They'll look like they're cell phone photos. The example down below, uh, this guy looks like he's taking a selfie at a ski resort. Yeah, pretty I was, was going to say, for not much snow on a, inside a DMV <laughs> at in Texas, I can say that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Also, the ID will be missing like important searchable information like ID number, signature lines, uh, documents, normally anything like maybe where it came from, like what county. It won't have any of that stuff. Everything like the restrictions. They gave an example of someone out of country not knowing what some things mean. So they put marine engineer next to the restrictions, <laughs> not realizing that they that that means like, are you partially blind? Are you unable to do this and that? They thought that meant that's a place where I put occupation. Maybe. I so. love the eyes as black, too. I'm pretty sure they're not going to put that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think anybody has black eyes. I'm pretty certain. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where at first glance, it'll be like, oh, OK, kind of like in the flash is a fake FBI badge. It could be a, it could be a toy that they bought for a dollar. But if you sell it, then they'll believe it, even how sh no matter how shitty it looks. So. Yeah. There, what are there? Why are there restrictions of marine engineer? Because he's so badass. <laughs> he's got to be restricted or what? It's one of those things where it's like, see, I'm marine engineer. It's uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. And also date of birth, 1974. That would make him in his uh, early 50s. Uh, yep. Yep. Definitely. He doesn't, look, doesn't look like No. No, he doesn't look like he's in his early 50s. Yeah. Now, lastly, the scammer will often introduce others. Sometimes this will be an effort to verify their information. Normally, though, these people are in a catfishing situation. It's them just acting like other people. Also, though, you might be introduced to real people who you are sending money to or, you know, kind of helping out. They're helping out in the illegal operation, like I mentioned before. They're dragging you into the web, pretty much. Yeah. Trying to sell the lie. See, I'm yes. real because this guy's real, even though he <laughs> is in on it, too. Yeah. This is big, and I'll mention it in a little bit here. 
business scams. So scams mm. where they try to get you to start an online business, they'll have you never send the money to them. It'll always be like an agent or a manager or someone like that. It's it's usually them, if not another person who's involved in the scam. But you're sending the money to an outside person, so it doesn't seem like you're being robbed by them. They're giving they're giving themselves some fuck some breath, basically away from the illegal shit, so they can bilk more money out of you. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, for the temporary time period. We kind of started turn the podcast into a quote unquote business. Mm. I got so many fucking scam letters out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Just and so many people, work. so so many people trying to, oh, we'll transcribe the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get you, we'll, we'll get you more, you know, what, what did they call it? More followers. Yeah. Oh, 10,000 more downloads a day. Blah, 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 blah. Just send us the RTS code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now kind of to end it, um, I'm going to explain some of these wrote, there are a lot of romance scams. They all kind of start the same, but they can take little different directions that will either put you in a different crime or a different situation. So here are some of them. I mentioned the romance scams. One of the romance scams can be with a fake military member. Now, this military member is always deployed. They're never home. They're they're always in some weird war that doesn't seem to exist in real life. Um <laughs> Uh, one of so there was um, a video that I saw on that YouTube series that I was talking about. There was this one lady who was taken in by a guy who was claiming that the pictures of him were of a like a you know sergeant or something like that. It turns out it was actually a three star general who oh. he was like the fake pictures. You could actually like Google him and see him like on. CNN and shit. So, <laughs> but basically, they're always telling you, like, oh, I was injured on the battlefield and now I have to pay for my medical bills. And they're not going to let me fly home unless I have the money to fly home. It's like if you get injured on the battlefield in the United States military, they are taking care of your fucking hospital. They are sending you to Germany, you know, all of the, like if these military romance scams, they're scamming people who know nothing about the military. Also, they know nothing about the military. So it's kind of one of these things you're just thinking like, oh, of course, you know, if you get hurt on the battlefield, you know, in your life, you have to take care of the medical bills. They don't realize that it's a socialist system in the military. It's all paid for. Like when I was in the military, it was so weird paying for a dentist bill for the first time after I was in the military. Like I had never paid for a dentist bill, an eye appointment, any of that stuff. Anytime I went and got contacts, I just said thank you and grabbed the contacts and walked away you know yeah wouldn't that be a nice world it was a nice world it's <laughs> over now yeah but, so yeah they make you think basically that when you're in the military you have to pay for things just like a normal person has to pay for things in everyday life so yeah it's it's interesting that i suppose let's just say an american for example um Obviously, you have to pay for every medical thing ever uh, if you're just an everyday person. So when they say I have to pay for my injuries, then they're probably just like, well, yeah, that's how everybody does it in America. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, if you're not acquainted with the military, you could fall victim to the scam because you don't know. Like the lady scammed in that YouTube 
series. Basically, she was pissed off at the United States military because of how poorly they were treating the soldiers. <laughs> she couldn't believe that a guy had gotten shot on the battlefield and he was having to, you know, pay his own hospital bill, fly himself back to the United States, that sort of thing. Especially and if- also she claimed that or also the scammer claimed that he was fighting in Syria, which Americans really weren't fighting in Syria. Especially some, a three-star some, general. Some man. kind of, some kind of were, but you know what I mean. Like, it wasn't a big operation. That's right, right. We weren't. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the next one I uh, mentioned it at the beginning of the episode: fake dating site. Now, this is a big one because basically they know that if they if they find someone who they're looking for, the victim type, they know that they're going to be receptive. More yeah. receptive than if they just see some random person on social media. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. I, you uh, mean like fake dating profiles, right? Fake dating profiles. And there are fake dating sites. Okay. There are a lot of the mail order bride scams, basically where it costs you $10 to send every message. Uh, a lot of those are fake. A lot of those, you're basically Whoa. just talking to the same actors. Whoa, $10 a message? Yeah, they claim that the message has to be translated yikes yeah you're paying for the service while you're so it doesn't it's never you paying ten dollars it's you buying like hundreds of dollars worth of coins and then so they kind of make it almost like a game yeah yeah they can build people out of hundreds of thousands of dollars and never even you know a lot i saw this one video where basically this guy had been doing it for years he had spent hundreds where are these boomers getting hundreds of thousands of dollars by the way but <laughs> he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. He flow. He had flown to the Ukraine four times, and he still never had like a kiss from a girl in the Ukraine. That sort of situation. Wow! Yikes! Yeah. There's also photo scams. Basically, they get in a relationship with you. They get you to send them some, uh, you know, saucy pictures, and then they try to blackmail you yeah. with said picture. Yep. Yep. That's a that's a big one where it's kind of getting you to really be ashamed. They're basically saying like, I'm going to send this to your family and your job. And, you know, everyone's going to think you're a, you're a whore. Basically they're trying to, I know someone personally who they didn't send them naked pictures, but they, this person messaged them saying they hacked in their computer and found their nude photos. And if they didn't send them money, they were going to expose them. And, but she didn't have any nude photos on the computer. So it's like, (laughs) I don't know where you're getting these from, man. They're just fishing. They just threw the, they threw the, they probably sent that email to hundreds of people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Like I mentioned just a couple ago though, uh, mail order bride scams, basically you're paying for a service. You think that they're going to send you over a mail order bride and Ooh, shit. Immigration charges. Oh shit. Her dad needs a dowry. Oh fuck. Now you have to pay off some guard at the airport who's basically holding her hostage. That sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Another big one too, IRS or government imposter scams. This one was really big. Uh, Basically, (laughs) foreigners claiming to be from the IRS saying, we're going to send the sheriff to come get you if you don't. Like the IRS had to come out with a statement saying like, the IRS will never send you threatening phone calls or letters. They will always go through you know, regular channels to, you know, get you to have an audit or do something like that. They had to come on and say, like, don't pay these people anything. 
The like uh, if you get if you get a phone call from the IRS, it's fake. That's what they basically had to come out and say. The, I got a phone call probably every day, every few days for God. It had to be almost five months, and yeah. the it was a robotic voice saying, "There's active warrants for your arrest. You owe the IRS money, and it call yep. us back immediately." Yeah, mine was a real human. They were not from America. I asked them where in America they were calling from. And they said, that's not important. You need to pay money. We've come to arrest you. <laughs> I just, so I was fucked with them for a couple of minutes. They probably fucking stole my, where I was located, but not much else. Right. So, right. I was just fucking with them being like, oh yeah. Okay. What County do I live in? That's not important. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's sometimes it's just so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So like I mentioned, I mean, the people perpetrating these scams, there are people in the United States who are doing this. Maybe they are working with people outside of the United States, kind of a deal where the money gets flown around so much you have no idea. You know, it, it's going on a whirlwind. Uh, the country of Nigeria is actually starting to fight against this. Okay. That was one of the hotbeds. They're starting to fight against it because, I mean, really, they're getting kind of like, a bad name as far as like scamming goes because it's so like the city of lagos it's almost as if they all live there it like every single every single video that i watched all of the professionals who are hunting these scammers down said yes that is very much a west african dialect that is probably a person who lives in lagos that is probably a person who's from nigeria <laughs> so, so they are i did read articles where they are down on it um, they're trying to find people like these scammers who are living in different African countries who are kind of, you know, trying to get away from the authorities in Nigeria. So, yeah, I was going to say, like we alluded to. So the Nigerian prince meme actually yeah. has some validity to it. Yes, because a Nigerian will call you their prince, basically, <laughs> in order to get you to pay, you know pay them some money so what was the other one like you they would pretend to date him this is over email though i believe and they would say like hey i need a little money to get out of a jam but i'm a nigerian prince and once i get out of it i can gift you a lot of money or something like that oh yeah well that that sort of thing is just like a one-time deal so that's the basically the i have all of my that's one of the the big ones too is inheritance so I have all of this money locked up in an inheritance. Yeah. I need 10,000 American dollars. They'll always say American. American dollars to, <laughs> to take $5 million out of my inheritance. And I will give you a million dollars if you just give me $10,000. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, basically they throw their line out. And out of 1,000 people, if five people fall for it, that's 50 grand. Yeah. So very those true. Situations. Very yeah. true. Now, I'm going to give really quick to end it. I'm going to give my example. So okay. I was on Match for a little bit. Uh, I met a girl on there, didn't meet her in real life. I was talking to one for, I would say, about a week and a half, two weeks. The weird thing is, so she wanted to get on WhatsApp. This was years ago. I had no idea about any of this up until a couple of months ago. But she wanted to get on WhatsApp, and I happened to have WhatsApp because I was in the military. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll exchange my WhatsApp deal. Because honestly, getting off of matches, you know, kind of the goal yeah. for, you know, you want to meet them in real life. And every time we, so I lived in West Mesa, she lived in East Tempe. 
So we lived maybe a 15 minute drive from each other, but Ooh, guess what? COVID we can't see each other. You know, one of those deals. And we probably in, in real life, we would have probably hung out kind of at the same bars, but anytime I would ask like, Oh, maybe we can meet up. I'm going out to the bars too, blah, blah, blah. She'd be like, Oh, I'm, I'm not actually going to the, you know, it'd be one of those deals where it seems like they just don't want to meet. So this went on for about two or three weeks. The weird thing is, so the person, you know, behind all of this never went through all of like the, you know, the love bombing or anything like that. It would be just kind of a normal conversation. And then all of a sudden, if, oh, if you ever asked her about like what she does for, you know, a job or anything like that, she would get super fucking pissed. But then like four or five hours later, she would give you an email, like a good morning email where or message where it was just like, oh, just normal, whatever. We're just kind of talking, that sort of thing. Almost like it was different people talking to you. And I'll like, I noticed too, if I talked to her like on the, the voice chat from WhatsApp, they have these little voice recording deals. It always kind of sounded like different women speaking one of those deals. Did, uh, did she ever ask you for anything? No, I don't think she ever got to the point because basically... Uh, I just got fed up with it. I was just because after like three weeks of talking to someone you're and we're not meeting. I'm like, OK, I'm done. This is putting I'm investing way too much time in, you know, not ever meeting this Getting person. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, well, so everyone kind of has this idea of catfish in their mind of kind of like it's not really something that's going to financially bankrupt you or get you killed. It's just kind of an asshole on the other end who, you know, is taking you for a ride just for their kicks, that kind of deal. I thought yeah. it was just some chick or, you know, I didn't think it was a dude because it sounded like a chick. But some of these people, they have like uh, voice masking kind of deals on their computer, supposedly. They went into that in one of the videos. But it's one of those situations where I didn't know anything about that. I don't think, though, I would have fallen for any of the money because I don't even loan money to people I know unless I know for sure that they have the means to pay me. See, I didn't get that invested, but um, it was usually like the first time a person would match me and send a message replying to something that didn't quite make sense. And mm. then as the conversation continued, it it's almost like they were leaving... There's just grammatical errors. The conversations didn't line up. Ooh. And that's when I just straight. I remember this one girl we were talking for, I don't know, maybe like half an hour. And I thought it sounded weird. And I I tried to do like the reverse image thing to see if I it was like a stolen profile or whatever. I didn't yeah. find anything. But so I just said something random. I said like, hey, what's your favorite sandwich or something? Just completely out of the blue. And then yep. she blocked me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there are also bots on those sites too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically just trying to get you to like keep talking and then it'll be like an advertisement or trying to get you to go to a site. Yeah. Or ooh, yeah. you can see free cam pics of my feet or some shit like that. You know, one of those bullshit fucking things we've all seen. But the uh, yeah, they there is bots as well. Yeah, I don't know that the person, maybe it was a real person, I don't know, but they blocked me like immediately after I said that. So something was weird there. The other one, 
was like, I'd ask a question and they'd answer something completely different. And then I reported them and I got an email saying that multiple people had reported this person and then they were uh, deleted off of the app. Oh yeah. Well, they just come on with other, they have, those people have yeah. so many profiles. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It's like whack-a-mole basically. But yeah, what you're talking about is a, I think it's called a Turing test when you try to see if it's a robot or a human. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like hey, I said, go ahead. One of my favorite ones was what was your favorite part of, and then like the never ending story or something like that. What's your favorite part of some movie? Right. And see what they reply back. Well, like the Instagram one, the, these random girls that pop up, like your pictures, add to follow you, then send you a really generic message. Um, God, I've gotten that. It had to be at least 20 times. I'm just blocking yeah. them immediately. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Yeah. So that's pretty much the end of the episode today. Uh, kind of just a fun one. Uh, really, I mean, there is conspiracy involved with it because a lot of these criminals have tons of people working. I would suggest to go on YouTube and try to find some of these. Basically, they're, you know, catfish scammers is all you have to search and you'll find a ton of them. But kind of what do you think about all of this? Um, what do you think about like the scammers, the victims, everything? I, first off, I didn't even realize it was like a whole organizational effort for this. I figured it was just one asshole or whatever mm. doing this. Um, I don't know. I, when I think about the victims, right, what, what's come to mind for me, I mean, obviously the, for our first inclination is like, how can you be that fucking stupid? But also, you got to think, there's a lot of scenarios where people get sucked in and brainwashed, and somehow they find themselves in a deep hole. You got cult people. You've got uh, people in abusive relationships that think that's just how people act, and they cannot see beyond that. You know, it's it's, it's stuff like that. to, To, like, you and I... We can probably never understand how you get stuck in there, but somehow, some way, I don't know if it's just this specific mindset this person's in at the time. Um, like we talked about earlier, they're so deep that they're so committed. They've invested so much time and money that they can't stop. They just, I don't know. They don't want to lose. They don't want to look like a fool, you know, yeah. things like that. Also, they're in over their heads. Yes, that too. If you, yeah, like you said, you alienate your whole fucking family. How are you, how hard is it going to be for you to then go back to them with your tails between your legs? That's like the ultimate shame. And it's not like they're ever going to forget this happened. Come clean and ask for forgiveness. It's going to yeah, be hard. That would be, it's going to be hard. They would never, they wouldn't trust you with a dime. Yeah. Like. They wouldn't even give you a penny. That's the thing after this sort of thing happened. After you lost their family's life savings, no way. No. You know, I think every child usually does something really stupid and then the parents got to help them out. You know, usually that's more of a minor thing. If you're at this level, you're, I don't know, the the embarrassment and the shame (laughs) is going to be really hard to unravel yourself but i mean if you are in this scenario and you have listened to this podcast 
get out while you can. Yeah. Get out just completely. And there are, so if you, there's a lot of articles and at the end of the article, give you, you know, phone numbers, people you can contact that might help you recoup some of your losses. They might help you figure out like what kind of attorney to call for this situation. Really though, the most important thing, you've got to cut off all contact. Yeah. Get out while you can. Uh, also though, too, if you get a hold of that lawyer or, you know, investigator, they might ask you to be involved in the investigation. So maybe don't completely tell them off, but make sure that you stop sending them money. That's the most important thing. Stop buying gift cards. Stop spending money on them. Uh, really, you just have to break this fucking drug habit you're on. This need for the affection. Yeah, this isn't real affection. Oh, definitely not. There are there are real human beings out there. They don't look like fucking supermodels. You know, they don't look like pro athletes. That's also the funniest one. There was a I just had, there was a YouTuber video where a woman she was in her probably mid 60s she thought that she was in a relationship with phil mickelson the golfer <laughs> and phil mickelson needed her to send him uh fuck steam gift cards was what yeah. it was it was like steam and playstation gift cards she thought that with all of his money he needed 500 dollars time yeah you know phil mickelson the uh one of the most famous golf legends of all time. Definitely hurting for steam cards. Yeah, he paycheck to paycheck, you know, million dollar paycheck. to. So, but yeah, definitely stop sending them anything. Really, though, too. I mean, you can come back from it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you'll, your relationship with your friends and family is never going to be the same, but at least you won't be under this person's thumb. So very true. You got to start rebuilding at some point. Um. I think this is a perfect time for if someone has a story about getting scammed or maybe something, someone attempting to scam them or someone you know to reach out to us. We want to um, we want to hear these stories and where can they contact us, Phil? Well, you can hit us up on our email, subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we actually just got one today from a new friend of ours, Jason, who has uh, an idea for an episode. So we're going to look into that. Uh, also, too, if you want to hit us up on Instagram, Subliminal Deception Podcast on IG. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Probably the easiest way to get a hold of us is on IG. Uh, unless you are a scammer, just leave us alone. If you're a scammer, we'll we'll figure it out. So Cody and I also have our own Instagram accounts, minus SDPodPhil. Cody, you have one? Yeah, you can follow me at Cody's Zub, Cody Zabub, even. Uh, give me a follow, talk to me, send me a message, whatever you want to do. Uh, the last thing we ask you ask you guys to do, scammers included, is to log on to iTunes, leave the show five-star review. Uh, preferably written, doesn't really matter what you say, just type what your favorite scam is and hit five stars and hit submit. It's that simple. If you're a Spotify user, it's even easier. You just hit five stars, hit submit, that's it. You can't type anything, and it is uh, a lot more user-friendly than Apple. Thank you, guys, to everyone who's taking time to do that, including the scammers. Now, yeah, if, if you are a scammer and you give us a five-star review, there might be a $5 Blockbuster gift card. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> well, full excellent episode. I think, if nothing else, this was definitely a PSA to yep. all of those who may not be familiar with the... Uh, the darker, nefarious 
side of the uh, internet, I guess you would say there. We'll see you guys next. Thanks, guys.